0: Hi, I'm Scott. I'm Matt, hi. And we're from High Window and today we're going to be talking about forging your career path. So Matt, why is it important that that students should take the time to think about the career path that they might want? I think in the,
1: I mean the simplest answer I could give to that question is you spend an awful lot of time at work. um, And it's never too late for a career move, it's never too late to essentially start again. You know, you hear about people in their 40s, 50s, even sort of their 60s kind of tearing up the rule book and just saying I want to do something completely different. Um, And whilst there's nothing wrong with that and you've always got that option going forward, uh, it's obviously I guess advantageous in many ways to build towards the the career, the job, uh, the life that you want from the earliest possible stage. Um, So it's a good, good idea to start thinking about longer term goals as and when you can um so, so that you can get get on track as early as possible and uh, like I say you know your career is a long time you spend a lot of time at work you know the majority of your waking hours you will spend um, at work or running the business that you run or, or whatever it is however it is that you kind of fill your time and essentially make money uh, it's going to take up a lot of your time so it's worth thinking about okay well where do I want to be in 10 15 20 25 years uh, it seems very abstract but it's worth doing I think for all students whether you're studying STEM or not, you know, getting some idea as to kind of where it is you want to end up helps you put one foot in front of the other. There's nothing wrong with with kind of following your nose, doing what you enjoy and what you love doing in in the short term and and hopefully you might end up somewhere that you want to be in in the longer term. Um, But at the same time you can can reach a bit of a balance. You know, I, I wouldn't ever advocate doing something you don't enjoy in the short term just because in twenty years' time you might be where you want to be, uh, I think you know y- you essentially need to go to work every day and f- kind of be looking forward to, to the next eight, nine, ten hours of your of your life. Otherwise, it's going to get old really quickly, and you you might find that it's difficult to actually get through that period of non-enjoyment before you get anywhere close to that long-term goal.
0: So, I think it's a balancing act. And for for students, you know, still in the midst of their studies, it can be difficult sometimes to think even five years that's mm-hmm. learning, you know, 10, 20. So what can students do now to, to plan ahead for their career? I think there's a, there's a few
1: really, really important things to do. And I think that the first thing that you have to be really honest with yourself about is um, what do you enjoy doing and what do you want to do and what do you want to spend your life doing? What, what do you want to pursue? What do you want to achieve? What do you want to impact? You know, what kind of little dent do you want to make in the world? Because those those kind of fundamental questions about what it is you're passionate about and you enjoy, and um, you know where you want to make a difference, those kind of um, I guess deeper uh, motivations will see you through difficult patches in your career. Um, So it's it's worth being really honest with yourself about that, um, because you know if if you don't really know and you're kind of just doing something I guess for the sake of it, um, which is a position you know I think lots of people have been in. Uh, like I said, it can be easy to call it sort of run out of steam, run out of momentum and think, oh, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be doing this in my career. And so I think being really honest with yourself about you know, what is it that you care about and what you want to do is really, really important. I think the second thing is talk to people as well. So I think that um, one of the things that you learn very quickly as soon as you're in the workplace, as soon as you're part of a professional community, is how happy people are to help if you just ask for help. I don't think you kind of realise that when you're at university. I don't think you realise how happy a manager of this company, or a director in this company, or or whoever it is, you don't realise how happy those people might be to grab ten minutes on the phone with you if you just ask them and say, you know, "I'm thinking about this. Can can you help?" Even if it's not strangers, aunts, uncles, friends, parents, lecturers, whoever else it is, um, you know, ask those people and talk to them. I'm trying to figure this out. Is this the right career path for
0: me? Um in this, this day and age it's so likely for almost everyone in the workplace to of course be on social media so yep. it's so easy to reach out for them yeah. but so many professionals have their own blogs now. Absolutely. So it's yeah. so easy to you know, read their thoughts and things but also yeah. to reach out to them is, is now yeah. easy.
1: Yeah I mean you've got a huge amount of people that use Twitter in a professional manner now kind of to build their, their personal brand really easy to reach them on Twitter, you're right, there's blogs, people have personal websites, LinkedIn is obviously a really obvious one as well, Um, so there's a lot of ways that you can get in touch with someone that could help, not not necessarily advise you about your career path, but help you understand what a career path entails, you know, if you're someone that's thinking, I want to go and be a research and development director for a pharmaceutical company, it's pretty easy to find those people. If, if, if you kind of spend half an hour doing that and maybe you get in touch with three or four and maybe a couple ignore you, maybe one comes back and you have a 15 minute phone call with them and they help you understand if it might be for you. Um, okay. So that, that's kind of, those are the, those are the two things I would, I would be advising the current student to do is to be really honest with yourself, as I say, about what you enjoy, what you're passionate about, what you want to do. And then the second is ask someone, ask someone in that position, don't, don't use guesswork. Um, you know, have a
0: conversation with a real a real person in, in a real position. Yeah. And, you know, once you've kind of identified what you think you want your career path to be, mm-hmm. how do you go about blending that first job mm. that you think will, will get you started on that journey? Well, well, I think you're already at a real advantage um,
1: if you know that what, what you want that career path to be from a... A job searching perspective, but also kind of a, an interviewing perspective as well, because if you're able to display a, a commitment and a passion for your long-term career in the field, that is always basically going to look good at interview, um, and, and companies are therefore going to be more likely to hire you because they will see you as someone who you know, truly wants to impact that department or that, that industry. Uh, but I think it stands a really good stuff from a job searching perspective because you can you can just kind of reverse engineer that. That that kind of career path. Like I say, if you want to go and be a research and development director in a pharmaceutical company, for example, it's fairly obvious you need to go and find a research and development graduate scheme. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want to be senior in the civil service, um, for example, it's probably a pretty good bet to go and try and find a grad job in something that will provide a path into that. That could be a a think tank or some kind of obviously public service Mm organisation. Um, governmental type stuff, maybe an NGO, whatever else it is. Um, you can kind of just reverse engineer from there. What gets really difficult is if you kind of are a bit unsure as to where you want to end up in twenty years. Um, choosing the right graduate scheme can become difficult, or the right entry level job, or the right internship. You know, if you just kind of, oh, I want to be in senior management. I want to be a business leader. You kind of you go, oh, I'm not entirely sure where to start, and that's where. Perhaps if you are in that position, because not everyone will be able to figure out their career path, then it just becomes about following your nose and thinking. Well, here's what I think I'll enjoy in the short term. Here's what I'll be good at, and here's what um, you know where I think I'll perform. And so let's at least uh, go and do that, and and then we can work towards that that longer term career planning as we go from there.
0: And that might be. Um Answer as well to, to my next question. Mm. But in terms of how do you handle setbacks, you know, I'm thinking if, if you've got a very clear idea of the career path you want to take, and mm. you know, you think this is the type of job I need to get to mm. kickstart my career, you don't get that job. Mm-hmm. Or on the other hand, you start that job mm. and it makes you reevaluate and think actually this isn't what I want to do. How, mm. how do you handle those setbacks and reevaluate your plan? Yeah, I think I think that <sighs> You know, we
1: said at the very beginning of this conversation, your career is a really long time, and that's why planning your career is important because you're going to spend a lot of your life working, a lot of the hours that you're awake. um, You know, at your occupation. At the same time, what that does mean is you've got lots of time to adjust. Uh, You know, if you spend a couple of years in something post graduation and you realise actually I was entirely wrong about wanting to work in this field and I need to completely change my career path, that's nothing like a disaster at all. I mean, it's not. It's not even really much of a setback, um, mm-hmm. to be completely honest, because changing your career path after a couple of years is incredibly common. Um, so if you do reach a point where you've kind of had this this goal, this sort of longer term, here's where I want to get to, and after a couple of years in industry or after an internship or whatever else it is, you, you get to a point where you think, wow, I was entirely wrong and I really don't enjoy this. Mm-hmm. It is essentially no biggie at all. Um, if you if you're just being I guess kind of getting set back such as you're not getting the job you want you are struggling to get interviews but you are set on on getting to a goal I would say that there is nothing wrong with basically ticking yourself over in something different if you need to it might just be casual work um, and reapplying to the next year's graduate schemes it might be that you just get your foot in the door another way uh, and that you say all right well I want to work in X I don't seem to be getting into X. I'm instead going to pivot and I'm gonna go into Y and I'm somehow gonna find my way from there into back into yeah. what I was wanting to do. So a really good example might be if you wanted to work in digital marketing, um, but you couldn't get onto any good digital marketing schemes or get the right job, and you but you have got a job offer for a, a PR opportunity. Mm-hmm. Probably take that get your way into that kind of broader marketing communications industry yeah. and then and then work your way into sort of a, a, a marketing role. Um, so w- what I would say overall is the message for that is there'll be setbacks along the way, but particularly at that early stage of your career, they're probably much less major than you, than you might think they are.
0: Perfect, well I hope you found that advice useful. If you're a STEM student getting started on your career, sign up to highwindow.com.